Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. you like to increase your credibility and your inquiries? Well, if you do, you might want to consider joining the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. We are currently open to new members and the Society provides a set of professional standards through our Code of Conduct for our members to abide by. By signing up to our code, you are giving couples peace of mind knowing that they are booking vendors they can trust to deliver their precious day without a hitch. Head over to www.spwv.co.uk to find out more. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It is so good to be back in full voice um, and able to come to you with a brand new episode today. So today we are looking at are you leaving money on the table in your business? That is the topic of today and there is a specific thing that I want to talk about that I've seen a well-known business fail at. I'm not going to name names but I am going to give you the story. But before we jump into that, I wanted to reiterate the importance of your email list. A few weeks ago, you will know Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all the Facebook owned companies stopped working. And what happened when that happened? Did your world fall apart? Were you lost? I'm sure you coped, but imagine if that outage had been longer or indefinite. Now for me, I rely on WhatsApp to talk to my family. Um, I rely on Facebook and Instagram to reach you guys. And I also have my email list. So if you're not already on it, this email list means that even if those things go wrong and go away, I can reach those who have subscribed to get my podcast notifications. So you can head to spwv.co.uk, head over to the podcast and at the bottom of every episode, there is a link to join the list for that. So I know a lot of you think an email list may not be useful for you because you've got such quick turnaround with brides and grooms that know how are you supposed to nurture them and gain clients from your email list but I would say definitely don't dismiss it if used correctly it can be great value 
Don't just take emails at wedding fairs and send one email stating your services or worse, do nothing with them. Set up a nurture sequence. I'm going to do an episode um, coming up about how to uh, nurture your list effectively. So do head over to the website and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that or head over to any of the podcast platforms, Apple, um, iTunes, Spotify, and sign up there so you don't miss that because it is going to be a few weeks. I've got a few uh, interesting episodes coming up. So this company really did miss a trick. I received an email from them. They are a company that provide networking services and they I've previously visited one of their meetings and they were telling me um, what they had on offer now that things were quote unquote back to normal. They said that they were going back in person. They also indicated they had dedicated online groups and they were also going to provide a hybrid option where you attend the first meeting of the month and the others were online. And that sparked my interest. I was like, oh, hybrid model. That might be worth a look at. So I continued reading the email and it finished with, um, if you would like to visit again, let me know. We'd love to have you back. And that was it. And I was left baffled. Where was my link to find out where my nearest hybrid event was? Or any event for that matter? Where was the link to what it was going to cost me to join this network? Now, oftentimes you'll find that some networking companies aren't very transparent with their pricing online. But I've been before. This was literally an email to say, you have been before. This is what we're doing. So I've already seen their prices once before, but you know, we don't keep those to hand. So why not be transparent with me? The only way I could get more information was to email this person back. Now, how many times have you sent an email to your list and asked a question or given them an opportunity to email you back? And it happened. I can tell you for me, it's in the range of around 1%. And I have quite a active list on the averages. It's it's right there in the averages of open rates and click-through rates and things. So to only get a 1% coming back when my click-through rates are higher than that, it seems absolutely ridiculous that there wasn't a call to action, a button to click. People often want to do their own research and reading before they actually speak or engage with somebody because if they come to you straight away, they feel like they're going to get sold to. They need some information, some insight into what they're looking at so that they can know whether you are in their ballpark. You know, are you going to provide what they want? Are they going to get the service they want from you? Are they going to be in the right price bracket for you? And we'll come back to that. I have no idea with this company. Like, I would have to reply via email to this person to attend another meeting. Well, I don't want to attend another meeting. I want to find out where my nearest hybrid is. I want to find out how much it's going to cost me because I know that this company has a membership fee. You know, I want to know that information. I don't want to email her to attend a new meeting. So put a call to action in your emails a place where they can go and find out more. Every email should be geared at getting them to do one thing and going to one place to listen to one thing. So for example, in my podcast emails, I try to keep my call to action to just one thing. 
click on the podcast and listen to the podcast. There is a link at the bottom to go and join the Facebook group. So if you um, haven't done that, then please do come over and join us in the Facebook group. But that I don't talk about. It's just there at the bottom. People can click it if they want. The email itself is geared to getting people to listen to the podcast. So for you, it might be clicking through to view your brochure. Now, I also suggest putting your call to action in there at least twice. If it's a longer email, three times. So you will often find if you look at your click maps and I don't want to get too technical, but in MailChimp, you can certainly see where people, which links people are clicking on. And I often find it's the the second or the third one that they're clicking on to actually go through and listen to the podcast. So if you just put one in there, it may be that they're not going to click it. Now, it may be that they've actually, you know, it shows me that they're reading the whole email before they're clicking off to listen, which is great, but definitely have it in there a couple of times so that they don't have to scroll to get back to it and that it's just there um, for them. So there should be a call to action in every mass email you send. If there isn't, it is a waste of time because there was no call to action in this email apart from me emailing them back. So I'm not going to be visiting this network again. I have no idea if there is a group right on my doorstep or if there isn't anyone anywhere near me. They have left money on the table by not giving me the information I needed to decide if I wanted to visit again. If there's no group near me doing hybrid, it's a waste of my time emailing back. If it's out of my price range, there is no point in me emailing back. And because I couldn't work that out for myself, I did nothing. So help your clients self-select. It saves everybody time. What was more baffling is literally the day I was writing out this uh, outline for this podcast, the company sent me another email. It was literally two lines. It didn't address me by name. And it just said, oh, hey, we now offer these options. And here's the links. This is not the way to engage your clients. If you send a price list and just say, hey, price list attached as requested, all the best. It's just as bad as writing a detailed email with no call to action. It was just so impersonal and so buy my stuff. It was it was just so weird to receive those two polar opposite emails and neither of them were effective. So I mentioned pricing earlier and I just wanted to touch on that again. I know that a lot of people do not want to send their prices through email. I know that you can feel like it's going to make your customers go, oh, well, they're not doing exactly what I want and it costs too much or some combination of that. But I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I really, really believe that if you give them a prices start from and my average client spends and give them totals in that respect, It helps them to see whether or not they are going to be able to afford you in their budget. You know, everybody has a budget. Some people are winging it for sure. But if you can turn around and say my average client spends around £800 and my prices start at $750, you know, it's like whatever, whatever combination it is, it lets them know that they can work with you for as little as and then, you know, to get, you know, 
the average service from you they're going to be spending that and if they want the full package they know they're going to be a bit higher than that so it gives them a really good idea of whether you fit their budget or not and they can self-select on that then if they like your stuff and that budget fits them they're going to get in contact so when you have a list of wedding fair people and just sending them that out that initial email to let them know whether they won the prize draw or not you can say hey it was absolutely great to meet you please find attached my brochure and my average prices I would love to connect with you and talk you through what I can offer you if that's something you're interested in click here to see more and get them to click through to a brochure, but make sure that that brochure then has a call to action. Like you can, um, in PDFs, you can have a link and maybe it's like, are you ready to book a call with me? Book here. And a link that they can click and go straight through to your Calendly and book an appointment with you. So lead them through the process. Always lead them to the next step. So today we've touched on the importance of your email list subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss our in-depth look at email coming soon we looked at how not guiding people to the next step can mean you are leaving money on the table we talked about having one specific focus for your email one link to click not half a dozen um, or if there is half a dozen they better all be leading to the same place a confused mind says no somebody absolutely wonderful said that Um, I can't remember who it was I heard it from Sue Bryce but yeah absolutely a confused mind says no because that's the safe option and we also talked about allowing your clients to self-select so I hope you found that interesting it really did blow my mind that a company that is so well established could make such a faux pas in their email thank you so much for listening um don't you go leaving any money on your table if you enjoyed this episode it would be great if you would share it with others in the industry or on your social and if you can head to apple podcasts and leave a review i would be so very grateful and it helps me reach more wedding vendors that might find value in these podcasts just like you i do check the reviews and if you leave one i can give you a shout out on the show so thank you so much for listening uh, i will see you next week bye for now Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.